Hey everyone, it's Matt. Before we get to the episode, I wanted to tell you about two live events I have coming up in the next month where I would love to see you. The first is June 17th to 19th. It's called the Remedy Food Project and it's in Toronto, Canada, where I'm really excited to go because I hear such great things about it as a vegan-friendly city. And another reason I'm really excited about this event is the speaker lineup. It's by far the best I've ever been a part of. Dr. T. Colin Campbell, Dr. Garth Davis, Chef AJ, Dr. Tom Campbell, Dr. Richard Oppenlander, Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn Jr., Dr. Robert Osfeld, Dr. Michael Greger, Jane Esselstyn, Lindsay Nixon, me, Doug McNish, Doug Lyle, Brenda Davis, John Pierre, and Jason Robel. That is a great lineup. It's one I'm really excited to be a part of, and I hope you will consider joining me there in Toronto. If you decide to come June 17th to 19th, it's at remedyfood.org, and you can save 20% off the price of a ticket by using my code no Meat Athlete. Also, if you come to that one, let me know. Send me an email at matt at nomeatathlete.com, and I will send you a cool package of some past videos from this event, as well as my Wake Up 31 Days in Actions to Take Charge of Your Life ebook. Hope to see you there. The other event, immediately following that one, June 20th to 24th at the Stanford Inn by the Sea in Mendocino, California, is what I'm doing with Sid Garza Hillman, my friend from Health Made Simple. It's a vegan running retreat where we're going to be there for Four days, hanging out, doing yoga, listening to talks. Included is a four-night stay at the Stanford Inn Vegan Eco Resort, breakfast and dinners at their award-winning Raven's Restaurant, eight runs with me and Sid, a healthy living class with Sid himself, a running talk with me, three private yoga classes, and a welcome gift. All of it can be yours at a 10% discount if you use your code NOMEATATHLETE. If you'd like to join me and Sid at this one, it's nomeatathlete.com slash retreat, and don't forget to use the code NOMEATATHLETE to save 10%. Hope to see you at one of these events. Hi, this is Hope. This is Kareem. Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to No Meat Athlete Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 145 of No Meat Athlete Radio. I'm Matt Frazier, joined by Doug Hay, and today we're talking about racing because someone on Facebook needs to know the answer to something. Boy, <laughs> the pros and cons of racing. Should you race or should you just go out and run and enjoy it for the heck of it? Uh, Doug, you've got a race coming up yourself. I do. In fact, by the time this airs, you will have... I'll be well less than 24 hours from starting. That's right. Wow. Yeah. How exciting. I know. The Thunder Rock 100 miler. Okay. Good. My, my second attempt at a true 100 and hopefully my third time running 100 miles. Okay, why don't you explain what that means to people who don't don't know oh yeah who aren't religious <laughs> followers of the podcast so this is uh this will be a hundred mile course hundred mile ultramarathon course um but my my second hundred miler was a, really a 24 hour race where i covered 100 miles but it wasn't a true 100 mile course and one and one that's right which is what made you an award-winning running coach in that's my right eyes. i am a, i i was and you know maybe i'll go for the win again this time so I, what do you think <laughs> what what do you have an anticipated finish time I'm hoping for around 26 hours. Okay. So a much more difficult course than the Black Mountain Monster. Yes, indeed. It, it, this will have about 18,000 feet of elevation gain. There's a 115 or 150 foot uh, river crossing. Oh, man. Which will be kind of cool, cool and exciting. Is it? Is it? Can you wade through it that far? Yeah, I think or it's like swim? up, up like around the waist, maybe a little above okay. the waist, depending on water levels. They have a rope that you kind of... Oh, okay. Hand over fist. Wow, um, that's kind of fun. Yes, that'll be that'll be fun. It'll be an adventure for sure. It's uh, I'm excited. My whole crew's coming out. My mom and my 
my wife, Katie, and then I got a couple of Pacers coming out. Nice. So, yeah. And where is it? And uh, outside Chattanooga, Tennessee, in, in the Cherokee National Forest. Okay. Nice. You gonna go to Dollywood when you are done? <laughs> when I'm done, celebrate with <laughs> yeah. celebrate with Dolly Parton. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> you never know. It could get crazy. Yeah, you never know. All right. Well, that is cool. Um, listening to that makes me a little bit long for that feeling of you know got a race coming up. The, yeah. the nervousness and the and the anticipation because it really is fun. Um, for me, when running is good that's what it's all about it's because there's a there's a big exciting race goal that's that's looming or even it could be half a year away but that's front of mind and that's the reason for every run and that's that provides this sense of urgency that just you know not only gets you out the door but while you're training kind of makes the whole thing to me more interesting more fun makes you push harder um but at the same time, I've had lots of lots of times when that doesn't motivate me, when kind of the pendulum swings the other way, and and the only thing that gets me out to run is is kind of a you know I know it's good for long term health, I know it's good for my head, mindfulness, meditation, like that sort of idea. So, um, you know, I've I've kind of had my feet in both in both camps. Is that is that a phrase people say? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> well, okay, it works. So, so I I I'm interested to have this discussion. This this to race or not to race as a runner. Um. Where should we start? What I mean, you're you're a big racer, and yet you're also someone who I think appreciates the running for the sake of running aspect mm-hmm. of it, the surroundings and the going out and the trail much more than than I am, even when I'm in that mode. Right. Uh, so what I mean, what is it for you? Is it are you always training for a race? Uh, yeah. I mean, the past few years I have been, and really that was something that I started as soon as I finished my first marathon, which was my first big race. Um, I tried to sign up for another race before actually running the race that I, that I was training for. And that could have been a, a year away or six months away. So it didn't have to be a race that was just a couple months away. Mm-hmm. Um, but really for me, the racing was about accountability. It was about having something that kept me going and kept me running, kept me training. Nowadays, I, you know, running is such a big part of my life that I don't think I really need that. I don't think I need the accountability side of, of signing up for a race. Um, because like you said, I, I definitely enjoy going out and running every day and getting out in the woods. Um, you know, I, I have so much fun with that and I long for that, that even if I didn't have anything that I was training for, um, I would, I would still want to do that. But I do think that there are some major upsides of always having a race, even when you do enjoy going out for running. And, and part of that is, um, is pushing yourself. You know, I think that when you don't have anything that you're training for, it's really easy to get comfortable. It's really easy to fall into a routine where you're just kind of running the same routes or running at the same effort. You're not really pushing yourself in any sort of way. So if if you want to do that, if you want to push yourself, then having a reason to do so is is somewhat important. I think what you said about accountability is kind of interesting to me because I had had kind of forgotten actually that, (laughs) you know, phase. And I think that's probably what, Almost everyone does, not not everyone, but a lot of people when they commit to that first 5K, uh, or I mean, for me, it was, it was you know, we skipped all that. My friends and I were pretty dumb in college, and we said, we're just going to run a marathon. We, we were totally naive, thought it would be much easier than it was. But the reason that we did it was this would be like the thing that's going to actually make us go run and, and do this good running because we wanted to lose fat. And we thought the only way we're going to do that is if we have this race that we're training for that makes it fun and that makes us 
have to train basically right uh, and i think that's that's what that first 5k or 10k is for everyone who signs up for one um but it's it's interesting because i don't think of it like i don't i don't ever go run for the joy of running like, i almost never do that mm-hmm. um but i'm also i think for at least personally like past that phase of having a race getting the race so that it forces me to train because otherwise i w- won't run like that's not the reason i do it i sign up for it because it's really really fun to be training for something you know what i mean like it's right. somewhat different from accountability i think and there's the, the, the sort of middle ground where you start out at accountability you get maybe to the point one day where you are which is you just run because it feels good to go run i think there's also this middle which is where it's not about the running it's about the training right if that makes sense where, where you do sign up for race it's not an accountability thing it's that this whole race experience that you're going to do is all really fun this whole training and everything that goes into it um and for me, that's, like I said, that's that's the very best thing. When I have think about all the old Boston qualifying days and all that stuff, like the, the most fun part of it wasn't the qualifying race. It wasn't running the Boston Marathon once I got in. It was, you know, I, I picture myself on the track at my old high school where I you know, lived nearby so I could still go to the track, like hunched over, doubled over at the end of a workout, just exhausted, and then going home and eating something that was, you know, perfect for recovery. And like just that whole process, like that is my my really fond memories of that whole thing are the, are the training that like I was working that hard at something, even though none, none of that felt good in the moment. Like I guess once you're done and you're eating yeah. that meal, that feels good. But yeah. when you're, when you feel like puking on the track, you know, that, that is not fun, but somehow that whole exp- is, is stored as like a positive memory experience. So it's more about the training than the actual racing itself for you. Yeah, I think so. I mean, the race is the race is kind of the prize that you get at the end of all that training, right? Then the race is fun in a way, <laughs> like even if it goes bad, like that's, that's, you get all the excitement of race day and the sure. expos and all that stuff. Um, yeah, but the training is, is the, the reason to do it all though for me. Yeah. No, I think, I think I'm kind of the opposite in that way, at least at this point, uh, where I am with my running right now, the training Having one races and all that. <laughs> no, no. Are you saying you're better than everyone? Yeah. You know, I'm saying better, you know, the, the like the prize money is just great. <laughs> <these days. laughs> no, yeah. Just kidding. Um, but but the race itself is really, like, especially, you know, for this 100 miler, I'm so excited about the actual race itself and the this build-up, these final few weeks of build-up and getting all of my gear ready and getting my crew ready and all of the stuff that's going into the logistics uh, in this final, final few weeks. And then the race itself. So I, I'm more excited about the race than I was about the actual training and and to be honest, I mean the training has has been definitely different than than my previous uh, hundred milers, and, and I've approached it a little differently, and that's been less exciting for me. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so, so because really, it's not your first one, yeah, because it's not my first, and I, I've, I've done a I've taken a different approach. I'm doing fewer miles and more elevation, mm-hmm. um, and more cross training, and 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 that has. Well, I think it's been good, and I think I'm I'm fit, and and I'm excited about it. It's it's been less exciting than for the first time going out and running thirty miles on my own and that kind of thing. Yeah, right. And that that's sort of my weakness as a runner. I think is that if, if it's not a new thing to do, I'm just you know I like that that thrill of the training doesn't really exist when it's just training to do something that I've done before. You know, right. unless unless there's like some PR that's kind of within reach and like that I'm actually going for that now, or it's a new distance. Um. But I totally know what you mean about the, like, I was looking at my sheets the other day, my crew sheets for my 100, mm-hmm. and, like, that that's such a good memory. And, and that race day is such a good memory. Just, like, the, 
I don't know. That was that was my favorite race. It was it was a long time for sure. <laughs> but like all the stuff that went into that, all the preparation, because that that's just a totally different level like of of preparation. Right. Not I don't mean physical preparation, but like getting the food that you're gonna need and getting your crew, you know, having all these sheets so they know exactly what to do and what questions to ask you at every aid station and all these to make sure you're good. Yeah, that that was totally different different Yeah experience. Right. But but even if you're running a five K or or a ten K or something like that, um you know, that whole race day experience, like you said, can be this very rewarding kind of icing on the cake of um of your whole training journey and, and it kind of, hopefully it'll all come together and you get to share it with hundreds or thousands of people around you and, and you get to get that medal or cross that finish line. And that feels really good. I think that that's, that's kind of a, a treat that is both motivating and, um, and will hold you accountable. And we have a, <laughs> we have a truck backing a pod, up. A Podzilla truck. Somebody, Podzilla. Somebody's getting a pod, I guess. <laughs> I like pods. You used pod. I've used pod several times and been been satisfied. So thank you, pods. (laughs) Shout out, pods. (laughs) Okay, so that's a good point to switch. Uh, This is going to be a short episode, by the way. I think, and I think, and I think, (laughs) I'm not because we're out of stuff to say. We we plan on it being short, and I think I think it's good because we've had some long ones recently. Um, But you mentioned the race day experience being the reward, and I did too. That that's the rewarding sort of icing on the cake. That's the end. That's the prize for all the hard work you've done even if the race doesn't go that well you know it's still the prize for most people it, it, you still get to feel that sense of exhaustion wear the medal you finish the race but what happens when either it goes very poorly like like you're set on a goal and and so much of your joy is tied up in the goal which is a concept we've talked about before on this podcast and one that you really shouldn't have this idea that your happiness and your goals are tied together where getting the goal equals happiness that's kind of a formula for somewhat of a disaster in your life because you're you're basically always chasing something that you think when you get this that will bring happiness and it turns out that's an illusion so you get very very short fleeting happiness for doing whatever you wanted and then quickly it's got to be replaced by another goal or else you're not going to be very happy for long so yeah you kind of grow as a result of that but you can I think grow in a much I don't know if safer is the right word but but a, a more wholesome feeling way by keeping happiness separate from goals and saying I I want to do these things but I'm going to have these other habits in my life you know what meditation just kind of you know cultivating traits that that are linked to happiness forgiveness being around people you love I mean having that stuff be your real source of happiness and saying on top of all that, I'm going to add this pursuit of this goal, but that's not going to affect my happiness. It's just going to be something I'm chasing. So uh, the big criticism that I've, and I've had this, people have emailed me when I've written about goals before is, is they say, you know, they, they bring up that whole treadmill idea. And I think that's when someone says the pros and cons of racing, when they think, when we think of the dark side of racing or like the, when, when getting into racing ruins running for somebody. Because that happens. People people who can be really love running, and they just don't like racing. And when they do racing, it turns out that it becomes not fun for them anymore. Um, you know what? What do you think? Like when when someone says, or when someone when someone has that feeling of always needing a new goal, and they do a race, and all the running's about the race. But once they get that race, then it's like missing, and now they need a new thing just to fill it in. Like, do you think that's that's a bad thing? I don't know that it's bad if it's keeping you going. I mean, if it's keeping you running and, and 
um, and keeping you training, uh, you know, that's but not really keeping you training and keeping you running. They're not necessarily good things, right? If they're in pursuit of this goal, you know what I mean? Like if, if the reward of running is that it gets you closer to a race, then, then a race, it's hard to say that a race is good for keeping you running. Well, <laughs> are you saying that running is good no matter what, and anything that gets you to do yeah, it? Yeah, no, good. I'm saying, but it's not for everybody. That's the thing. Yeah. There, but there are lots of people like me who it's not good no matter what for. Yeah, well, I mean, I, w- I would probably say that that maybe running isn't for you, right? Then maybe <laughs> maybe you should find something else, <laughs> or find another reason to to appreciate running. Um, yes, that, uh, that's right. <laughs> that's that's the answer you were looking for. Yeah, that's what it's been. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, find some some other way to to make running more enjoyable whether that's a different type of running you're only doing speed work or or trail running or whatever or running with a group um or or i guess cut running out in all together um and and try other things and then maybe you'll come back to it and that's what i've done in a lot of different times in my life yeah but i mean you know but i think that there's nothing wrong especially when you're first starting out with using race as races as reasons to to get going and get into it yeah i think you're right because i i think when you're first starting out uh especially i think there's enough new and this is speaking really only from my own experience there was enough new and different experiences and variety in running that you know just trying different races doing different things even when the first race went terribly bad badly that whole thing was still a great experience because it was a brand new endeavor right it was it was training for a marathon and even though none of those runs were particularly fun the whole process the sense of organizing my life around a training schedule of you know not that i did the best job of it in college but look friday night would be the night before your long run so you sort of prepare and building your life around this pursuit i mean i think that's a really really good exercise for someone even if the pursuit doesn't itself have all that much meaning you know like my mine didn't obviously because I ran a terrible marathon for for what I was hoping to run. I don't want to say it's terrible for someone else, but for my personal goal, that was a horrible first marathon. Um, yet still, that whole thing had value because I think the whole sure. the whole process to me was worth it. So, so what about people who who just aren't interested in racing at all? Who who enjoy running? Uh, who you know have a good time with it? Should they? Should they set race goals? Should they run rate run races because that's kind of what people expect of you if you are a runner? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's not the reason to do it. Certainly, like uh-huh. who you know who cares if people expect that of you if you're a runner? Um, well, that... I, I care what people think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know that. I mean, that's really hard to answer because I'm not one of those people. Uh, would there ever be a time when you would say to someone, "Don't set a, a race goal; just run for the sake of running"? Yeah. I mean, I've I've done that before. Where I've had to do that, right? I mean, it's like you you can get so fed up with racing or sick of it or just totally unmotivated by any sort of new race. I did. Like I said, like so once I did the hundred miler, I didn't have a lot of more exciting things. Like yes, I could go try to break twenty four hours in a race. Like that might be exciting, but that that wasn't nearly like I should go qualify for Boston. Like that was a much much harder thing to do and more exciting and just felt like a more meaningful goal. So for a long time, I haven't had a race goal and my running has suffered from it for sure but mm-hmm. i but i think if i were to force myself to go after a race goal it wouldn't wouldn't result in very much happiness you know it would just it would just kind of result in a lot of uh frustration and resentment of having to go do this run and all that so yeah i think there are plenty of people for whom 
racing at least at certain times is not the right thing. I guess another question that is a little bit harder is what if you see someone who's completely happy as a runner and they're an everyday runner and they go out and they do, first of all, I'm kind of assuming that someone who doesn't have a race goal probably isn't doing a lot of training best practices, right? They're probably doing a lot of the single speed running Mm -hmm. where you go out, you enjoy your hour long run, but any running coach is going to say like you ran a junk miles. Like you didn't, you, it wasn't slow enough to be recovery. It wasn't fast enough to really stress your body and force adaptation. It's just junk miles. Junk miles, though, could still be good for your head. And for people who are really into running and who need their run every day, that I think that's mostly what they're seeking is, is just that mm-hmm. how, how good it feels to run that whatever that pace is, where like just challenging enough to, to feel like you did some work, exhilarating, even if it's not really a, a true tough running workout. So if you find someone like that who appears perfectly content to be doing that, would you encourage that person? Let's say someone just runs the same speed, same route. Maybe they vary the route. I don't know. But same, <laughs> same, same speed. They're not, they're not making that much progress as a runner. Uh-huh. And they're perfectly happy being a runner, and they've done it for two years. Would you say you really should train for a race? Yeah, well, I mean, I think it depends on what you And you're... hired me to be your uh-huh. coach. <laughs> yeah. Everything comes back to you making money, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I think it depends on, on whether they're doing it for the sake of, of having alone time and mental time or whether they're doing it to stay fit. Because if you're doing it to stay fit, I think that you do need some structure and you need some, uh, variety within your training and you don't have to train for a race, but I would, I would suggest that you have some sort of training plan or some sort of training, um, formula that that then adds variety and mixes things up and has you pushing in different ways so it doesn't mean you have to continue increasing in distance or time or anything like that but um where you're mixing up your routine your 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 runs uh, regularly so that you can continue to maintain good fitness and it will be very hard i think to get yourself to do the workouts that improving your fitness requires without some pot of gold at the end of the rainbow right the race I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily it. say that. I mean, people go to the gym all the time to lift weights to to bulk up, right? Um, but they're not yeah. entering competitions, right? They just want to look good, right? But so, running doesn't make you look good. Running makes you look skinny and <laughs> <laughs> well. But if you're trying to lose weight, or if you're, or if you're, um, you know, just trying to stay healthy, if, if the goal, if the reward is is a healthy heart, you know, or something like that, yeah, you know, I know you can't see that, and I know that that it's not motivating to you, Matt, <laughs> but it might be motivating to someone. Yes. Um, so, I mean, you know, so I, I would, you know, I, I don't think that everyone needs to race. That's for sure. If racing is, is stressful for you, if you're not going to have fun with the whole training process, if you're, if the, if it's going to cause more anxiety than it's worth, then, uh, then don't do it. Um, plus not racing, of course, frees you up to have more variety within your, your exercise. Um, you know, you can only run, you mm-hmm. could run once or twice a week instead of four or five times a week. Um, but but I would say to keep a consistent routine. If you want to be if you want to be a runner, you need to maintain somewhat of a consistent running routine and have a plan and add some variety within your within your training. If you want to use running as a fitness tool, right? I think Jack Daniel's book, uh, Daniel's Running Formula, he has a bunch of plans in there, and maybe they all build to a race. But I think I remember as I was reading that book, kind of struck by the idea that like what he was prescribing was for serious athletes, and it wasn't some of it wasn't geared towards here's a race that you're training for. It was like, if you're this type of runner, here's the stuff you just do all the time to kind of keep yourself going. Mm. And that, that strikes me as a very hard thing to do. Like I would have a lot of trouble doing a speed workout if, if it wasn't for some race that was six months from now or one month from now or whatever, 
very hard to go just do that speed work to be in shape as a runner without, for me, a purpose of being a runner. Um, I would say that some people, including myself, would find more motivation and more excitement in uh, in training for for not a race or you know, but being able to maintain fitness so that they can go out and have different running adventures or they can have uh, use that that fitness level for other things, you know, whether it's bike rides or, or runs or whatever. Um, and so one thing that I probably after this hundred miler, what, what I'll be more motivated in doing is just being able to maintain my running enough to where, um, I can go out and, and do a big trail run if I want to, with some friends or do something like that, but maybe not, um, actually build up to a specific race. Gotcha. So one more thing that you touched on, you, you said at the very beginning of that, um, that to someone who just goes out and runs for their, to be for the alone time, for the, the, whatever good stuff it does for your head, which of, which it does plenty of good stuff for your head, um, that to them you wouldn't necessarily recommend running a race. But to someone who never has before, I would I would highly recommend you just try it. Not not because it's guaranteed to be fun, but I think because, like, I'm sort of, I guess I get bored easily and I like variety, but if you haven't, if you don't know what it's like to train for a race, then you just I think you benefit a ton by training for one race and just going through what it feels like and even if you discover that that wasn't a great experience you still learn a lot of things about yourself in the process of training and about running and about you just I don't know I just think it's worth getting new experiences like that so if you're someone who's only run for yourself and never consider that then it's absolutely worth considering my sister who used to write nomadathy blog posts um she and her I guess it was her boyfriend at the time her fiance now he's her husband they used to, she used to say that they made fun of organized running. She liked to run on her own. She liked to do it just staying in shape. Not not in any kind of like training way, but just go out and run. Um, but she but she made fun of organized running. She thought it was funny that people would get together and do these races and, you know, make a big production of whatever. And, and it is kind of funny the way that people do it sometimes. Um, Pay all this money to go run the same route that you could run on your own. Yeah, and then get stickers and then, you know, wear the medals. Around. You know, it's just... I can see how you would make fun of that. Mm-hmm. But then she did it, and she turned out to really like <laughs> doing the 5K. She just did it her first 5K, and, and the whole thing, you know, it was this big empowering experience. Like, I think she had started to get fit, started to play some sport, um, and like in this whole fitness journey, decided to do this, and it just added to all that and felt really good. And I think it's I think empowering is, is what it is. It's just, for a lot of people... To put that structure onto your workouts, and and especially in the case of a longer race, like a half marathon, a marathon where it's requiring a lot of planning, it's requiring kind of reorganizing your life around this goal, uh, at least a few days a week, I think that's a really good experience to have. And I think even if you do it once and, and find out that it's not for you, I think it's still a very worthwhile thing to have. So my recommendation would be you go for it, um, but you know I'm sure there are people just for whom that's the worst idea in the world. And they just think organized running is the worst. Well, let's leave it at that. <laughs> so our definitive answer is let's leave it at that. Let's we, leave it at that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Are, are there any more big... I, I was trying to think about other cons of racing. I can't... I mean, I, I, you know, I mean, I think that... I mean, it's expensive. It, yeah, it is expensive, um, for sure. And, you know, I mean, it's it's kind of... Some some could say that it's just this way to kind of I don't know the right word, but you know, pat yourself on the back. <laughs> You're gonna say public masturbation or something? <laughs> what? Isn't that what they call that sort of activity? 
not public, but just you know, <laughs> Fight Club. You know, where, where you're just rewarding uh, yeah. yourself, right? And, and it's yeah. just it, like you said, pat yourself on your back on the back would be another way to say it. <laughs> More appropriate way to say <laughs> yes. it, I think, <laughs> for a family friendly podcast. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, you know, I mean, and that, and it is that. It kind of it is, is that, that sure. right? Yeah. I mean. A spe- you know the rock and roll marathon spectacles that I really like. I I love that whole experience, but that's what it is. And and I was okay with that when I did those, and and it was fun, and it, and it was great. I, I loved doing that. Uh, so yeah, I, I can see I can see how people would 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 say that. But yeah. but there are good things about it, right? I mean, you you said you like it. Oh, I love it. That's fun. Yeah, I, you know, I, and race day is just super fun for me, and that's uh, even right. even if it's not a race that I've trained specifically for or i'm running really hard you know like the the runner's world um races that that we ran in pennsylvania the last couple of years mm-hmm. like those are just really fun and there's nothing um you know i'm not running i'm definitely not running when i'm stopping for selfies with danny <laughs> of uh weight off my shoulders it's certainly not a, a going after a pr but you know it's just a fun experience to be around all those people and to be a part of the race experience yeah good so I, I think the cons of racing are that it, it, it adds stresses to this whole process of running that for some people is maybe nice and streamlined and comfortable. Right. And and if you're someone who, who likes doing that, adding that stress in for the potential of the reward and the variety that it gives you, then it's worth it. But sure, there I mean it's expensive. There there's it's you're gonna be experiencing more discomfort if you're racing and trying to run your fastest five K or ten K or marathon you're going to feel way more discomfort no matter what the distance is because a 5K is in its own way just as painful as a marathon, just a different part of your body, oh, yeah. a different intensity. Totally. Um, yeah, and if you're someone who just likes running and doesn't want to experience that, then racing maybe isn't for you. But still, I would argue, even if you think you're not someone who likes that stuff, like you can yeah, learn. Yeah, you can learn. Like I I didn't, I never liked running, but then, and certainly didn't like hurting running, like didn't like the pain <laughs> of running. But then I fell in love with running marathons and, and you know, and, and it still hurt, but I learned to love that and learned that, that it was really rewarding to me. So, um, I would encourage you to get out of your box if you were in one. And even if you don't think you were in one, you probably are. So get out of it. Get out of that box. All right. That's a good place to leave it. Yeah. We've been, <laughs> we promised a short episode and I think we've been rambling a little bit. All right. So. <laughs> good. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Fun. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> if you, if you have, topics like this then post them to the facebook group and yes. maybe we'll we'll answer them yep or twitter or, or twitter. whatever email we might answer it. might answer it all right bye